0: Welcome to the Akiyama Brothers Song to Screen Podcast, where two film composers from Southern California talk about the music in film and theater. In this episode, Mark and Landon are joined by their talented actor, writer, director friend, Isaiah Frizzell, to talk about how sound masterfully toys with an audience in the new thriller drama, A Quiet Place. Hi, everybody. Landon. Hey. Isaiah. How you doing, Mark? Hey. What's up, buddy? The brothers are here. Yeah,
1: so you're our first guest. Yeah, thank you for having me. first guest. This is uh this is a big
2: deal. Hopefully I don't uh, not mess it up. No no you won't. I yeah, won't, we'll, we'll you'll, I don't you'll know. find if, out
0: if we ask you back. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> or you might just you might just mess up interviewing all together and we just won't ever interview anybody ever again.
0: That's that's also a possibility. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this, this could be the one and only. Burned Kitty once. <laughs> <laughs> I dig it. Oh man
2: right so yeah.
0: anyway yeah so yeah we were we were supposed to talk about ready player one for this episode i remember but uh yeah we decided not to <laughs> so we, yeah because like a quiet place we went to go see it and i was like oh this one's really good and I, that seems like kind of how it's been happening like with everybody all the audiences it's kind yeah. of seems like it's taken people by surprise a little bit yeah
2: it is and now it's been like a, a force to reckon with like it hit the box office I think it, it broke records um, or yeah, I don't know about records but I know that it was projected to be to make around 20 million opening weekend and then it yeah. ended up
0: making 50 million
2: yeah it yeah, did well something like that I
0: don't know it's like the top movie yeah
2: yeah okay alright so Mark already talked about we know we said Ready Player One but Acquired Place took everybody by surprise and we loved it um, we also want to say thank you to all the new Overcast subscribers and if you haven't already, you know, reviewed or liked us on the Apple Podcasts, please do. But Mark, I heard you're learning something new, right?
0: Oh, you, do, we want, do we really want to bring that up? Maybe. Okay. So I, uh, I'm working on something and I picked up or I'm going to try to pick up a new instrument for it. The uh, it's uh, the shakuhachi flute. It's a Japanese bamboo flute. It's um, pretty impressive, dude. I don't have it out, so I can't play it right now. Also, I can't really play it, so.
2: So are you really learning it? If you don't have it out yet, the it takes proof, it, you the have to
0: it, out in the it clean and everything. So it's it's nestled in its case. oh you're not supposed sure
2: to be spitting in it.
0: <laughs> no, I'll be I'll I'll practice tonight. Don't worry. After this podcast, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but so I'm, I'm trying yeah. to learn that. So uh, I actually have a lesson this Tuesday with somebody over like over. Oh, you're taking like a lessons with thing, it, so yeah i found somebody online who's gonna give me a lesson how'd you, how'd you find this so we'll person see. like
2: through craigslist or angie's uh, list uh
0: no he's just no he has a youtube video um on some beginner shakuhachi stuff and mm-hmm. so he says to contact him for like uh lessons so that's what i did <laughs> and he got back to me today so wow
2: that's pretty cool I made sure
0: to tell him, though, that like I'm a film composer, and I just want to skip to the really cool stuff. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he's going to like that very much, though.
2: <laughs> You're like, I just want to learn this well enough so that I can start using it in my
0: film scores. You know, I don't just, want to become a master. Just do the flutter tongue stuff and the, <laughs> the, the cool harmonic stuff. I'll get back to the basics later. Don't worry. Yeah. There you go. Backtrack. He's like, yeah. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes.
2: All right. So... I mean, we have a guest here. He's one of the coolest guys I know. Um, we met actually four years ago in New York, what, to this day almost? Yeah,
0: I yeah, think it's close. like
1: a week, a, sh- a week or so off from
0: this okay. day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, That's what Facebook tells us.
2: Yeah, that's, so that's
1: what Facebook tells us.
0: Thank you, Facebook. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, Facebook is long. we have no long. idea.
3: <laughs> oh, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, so we, we met in New York when we were... When you Isaiah were still living there, and then oh yeah, we should mention Isaiah is in L.A. right now, so we're yeah. talking to him from L.A. Yeah. Landon's in Miami, and I'm in San Diego. He's
2: uh, he's starting to become a big Hollywood star. Nah, not even. Well, what I don't know. That? I'm looking at your I'm looking at your IMDb. You have oh.
0: quite yeah. Have quite I watched the rap the reel shape. on IMDb too. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> It's kind of great. Is I I have this tendency. I was telling my sister. I was like, you know, sometimes I Google myself just to make sure I don't have a criminal record I don't know about. You know,
2: just sure. <laughs> it's like, like, oh wait, an I evil did
1: doppelganger.
2: I'm
0: like, yeah. I'm like, let me just make sure I'm all good. But you uh, know, except for that one time that you got thrown in jail and yeah,
1: that yeah, that's that was like that was a, a mishap.
0: It was Halloween. They had me with cake and you know uh, everybody. I'm crazy. kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's Squeaky clean, clean <laughs> slate. Anyway, yeah, so yeah, on your IMDb, where were you? And you were in an episode of Blue Bloods. Yeah, in, a few episodes, and then right? what Was the other well, yeah, something. It's funny because I was
1: um, I was in an episode of Blue Bloods aired last year, and okay. yeah, they they had contacted me actually. They were like, "Hey," um, and it was around the same. T- it was like a year to the day. Um, they contacted me. They're like, hey, we're looking to write your character back in. Would you be willing to be a part of that? I was like, uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> you know, just let me know what's <laughs> <Cool>. up. <laughs> and then um, finally they were like, oh, no, we uh, we decided to go another way. I was like, all right, wow. cool. That's oh. cool. What a tease. It was, yeah, it was such a. It was crazy <laughs> because the intensity of it all was. It was literally. They were shooting, I think, within four days or something like that. So mm-hmm. I would have had to. Get a play ticket, uh, figure out life like immediately, but also realize that I only have take shirts and t shirts. And you know, the East Coast was still kind of crazy in February. So I was even thinking about that. Like, you know, Isaiah, you just didn't pack properly for life at all. (laughs) 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 Like, when I moved out here, I just left everything. I was like, I don't need you anymore. I was like, I'm kidding.
2: Oh, you can leave uh, all your heavy coats. Cause yeah, you don't need that. You don't need that in California. I mean, California is maybe a
1: just little put all soft. your sweatshirts on. Yeah, I have I have hoodies for days, but like sometimes I'm still I'm still a little chilly. I'm still a little chilly. And I'm like, oh, I'm getting old.
3: I mean, <laughs> okay. it's
1: Yeah, I I don't miss the East Coast at all. But yeah, that was that was uh, one of the things I did, which was pretty sweet. And then um, I was on an episode of The Breaks, which was on VH1. I think they're in okay. season two or three now. Uh, but yeah, do some independent things as well, and in the meantime, just write my own stuff and shoot my own stuff, and yeah, just have some fun, you know. Yeah, yeah. you know,
2: That's, it's it's the dream. It is the dream.
1: <laughs> it's, it's it's definitely the dream to uh, not wait for somebody else to
2: tell you to create. No, I know. You know eventually, yeah. I'm gonna get there. Once I graduate, figure what I'm gonna do out eventually i'm gonna get there
3: yeah
1: i think you just get to a point where it's just kind of like you know i'm gonna do this because i'm bored and also i'm an artist so i just want to be doing my own thing and yeah Yeah. that's
0: how the podcast happened huh (laughs) that's how the podcast happened (laughs) yeah that's exactly case in point Uh see it's just one of those
1: things you
2: just do it well see you and i and Mark, we all met in L.A. I mean, I met, I met Mark from home. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm messing this up. <laughs> I lived with, really? I lived I with Mark there. my whole life. And then right. the two of us, we met you, Isaiah, in it's New York set. four years ago. Yeah, on set. Like, I think we were waiting in a room Yeah. To, uh, for an IBM commercial. Yep. I remember it actually v- vividly
1: and probably verbatim of how it happened. The (laughs) the funny thing about my gig was uh, it was one of those, my my manager and I, we were kind of joking because the audition process happened very quick. They Mm -hmm. were like, you know, uh, she had she had contact. She was like, you know, do you know how to do spoken word and all this stuff? I was like, well, yeah, I think so.
2: Yeah, I'm a um, triple threat. Come on. Yeah, it's like I'm a triple threat. What do you mean? Google me. I'm not a criminal, but uh, <laughs> I.
0: Um, you mean say yes, yes. to everything.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, I went into the audition. They had me rap, they had me sing, and then they were like, "Oh, you booked it." And I was like, "Wait, let's just check and make sure that this is a real booking and not a joke because we've had some yeah
3: some interesting
1: yeah. run-ins with previous mm-hmm. gigs." Uh, but they were like, yeah, oh. you booked it. And they were like, bring your guitar. I was like, okay. so oh, okay. Yeah, I get to the lot that day of, and it was like this literal, well, I went to the lot. I told them my name. They're like, we don't see you on the list. I'm like, wait, what do oh, you mean? Really? Yeah. They're like, we don't see you on here. I was like, huh? How do you not? I was like, here's my call sheet. Here's everything, blah, blah, blah. They're like, all yeah. right, well, just go in, just head in. And I had to find my way kind of around a lot because it was huge.
0: Yeah, it was. I remember that.
1: Yeah, I get upstairs. We weren't sure if we
0: were in the right place. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was one of those things of like, I didn't know where I was. If I was like actually booked this at this point, because until I got on set, I wasn't convinced that I was supposed to have been there. And um, (laughs) so finally I get upstairs and I see the room full of people. And I see you two guys standing in the corner. Yeah, looking chilling like it, weirdos yeah. and dorks.
2: <laughs> Super <laughs> <No>. awkward guys. <laughs> I was like,
1: ah, like, wow. oh, these two, you guys are just sitting over there trying to figure everything out. Because I think at that point in time, they still didn't know the logistics of the whole process and how they were going to do everything. And, yeah. um, yeah, I, I saw yeah. you two. And there were other, other people in the room. And, um... I remember they had us waiting for a little bit, and then finally they kind of took us down and brought us a set with the two other. Um, well, Mark, you stayed, right? You stayed in Holden
0: and yeah, Orlando. I was just like yeah. with Landon. He <laughs> was like yeah. my bodyguard. He was, actually,
1: he was your bodyguard, right, yeah. right? 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 He was your muscle. Because if, uh, if any of us well, were get attacked, one that, it
2: was going to be me. And right. he was he was either going to get in the way and take the bullet for me, or. Or you know bail, <laughs>
3: <coughs> bail. Yeah.
2: So it could have happened either way, but um, but yeah that
1: that was the day it, it made that was that was a day of history just because after that day we um, yeah we kept in touch and I think we yeah there were a couple times after that we hung out so Spider Man was it and then I'm going to Umami Burger Umami Burger
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, we saw we, we saw another scary movie too i remember because like we, we bonded over scary movies yeah the scary that was our thing was.
1: what movie it wasn't annabelle was it it definitely wasn't no, Annabelle. it's no, like it was some you really guys
2: you like, guys made gross, me go to those scary movie. movies i did not uh, want to <laughs> i was
3: yeah. like <laughs> i was like yo can, can we go see movie? something
2: else please <laughs> no we <were> like, <laughs> you're like no, no no it's this. fine it's fine it's fine nothing's gonna happen what movie was that
0: I have no idea but remember Peter was with us too and then his friend. Peter was with
1: us was it good though? Was I can't the movie remember good? what the movie was though. I don't know if it was
0: good yeah you were covering
1: your face was, so you wouldn't know <laughs> it was good
0: but it was like it was kind of disturbing it was re- weird I remember yeah. we felt like we didn't want to talk about it after.
1: <laughs> right it was one of those I gotta I gotta yeah. check the database because it
0: wasn't the cauldron no it was like way before those, oh, it was those way series before. even happened
2: what was that one? It starts with an I. Um, insidious. Insidious? Was it Insidious?
0: No. It I don't think that. so.
2: I'll remember
1: it, it. was like
0: a one-off thing. It wasn't a series. Yeah. They never made more, I don't think. Which was and, probably which a is good, good choice. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Well. But um, but yeah, we, we ended up, <laughs> I'll never forget, we went to that crappy donut shop that had like the ice cream and the donut. You guys remember <laughs> oh, that? Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> ah, what a waste of time! I know. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to tell you guys the name because it's crappy.
1: Yeah, we're not. We're we don't speak it's in not, that place.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I can't even remember
0: also, the name. So none of us are in New York anymore, so it doesn't matter. <laughs>
1: yeah, but I was curious. I was like, yeah, it was very misleading. But yeah, I think that was that that day, kind of set a lot in emotion. You know, uh, I think career wise, but also. Like as far as our relationship, oh yeah, um, oh yeah, mm-hmm. it really kind of was the the epicenter for these, you know, transpiring yeah. and things kind of growing into what it is now. Yeah. Um, Next, different we fronts.
2: were we were in that room for it like is. eight hours just waiting. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was long. Just
2: waiting to be called to record that one. I mean, like thirty. I meant a minute and thirty second commercial. Yeah, and eight hours of waiting so we had like we had all day together (laughs) yeah we bonded
0: yeah like literally yeah well it was it was also weird because they had like dancers there i remember so they were filming like (laughs) whatever eight different versions of or eight different kinds of commercials with yeah like dancers singers i guess then you guys yeah for the musician app or whatever they were making and then yeah uh, i blocked that out full of like everybody like dancers were warming up we were like what's yeah what right here again yeah I was like, are we gonna have to dance too or is this? <laughs> yeah because what happened was like landon and i were just walking through washington square i remember um and then someone like stopped us and said do you want to be in a commercial and yeah. then just handed us paperwork or something yeah <laughs> it was is, like crazy yeah, it she, was creepy.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, because
2: she said she was it looking felt for a, shady. She said she was looking yeah. for a certain look, the artist look, and I guess because I had my guitar, and oh yeah, maybe because yeah. we didn't shave that morning, or yeah, or we were looking a little scruffy. Got the you guys didn't take care of yourself
1: that morning, and it? Worked?
2: Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> See what yeah, happens when you like, don't take care of yourself. We were looking like the starving artists. <laughs>
0: yeah That's and then dope. they actually they were like we want Landon but then you can come along too I yeah guess. I know <laughs> so I was like oh well thank you for that I guess
3: what no yeah.
0: and then um, I remember like they I like had whatever necklaces on or something and then they, they took, took those walk. from me and gave them to Landon for his <laughs> I know. costume
2: I don't know
3: they should have like, just I'm in you the
0: then. commercial <laughs> my spirit's in the commercial they're like we'll take these from you thank you yeah. you such yeah. great help exactly thank you very much oh my gosh and then i think i when you guys were filming i think i was just waiting in the room like by myself did you fall asleep or did you like talk to yourself yeah i was i probably fell asleep oh man yeah get, like, a volleyball. that was a long day because it was
2: there was nobody else in the room it was just us we were the last commercial to be shot so everybody yeah. Yeah. by that time had already left
0: Oh yeah. yeah so that's like true. I couldn't talk to the dancers anymore. That's okay. They saved the best for last. They were gone.
2: That's what they did. They do well it was funny because
1: our, our if I'm not mistaken, our commercial was the one that was like is syndication. I didn't see the other ones. I didn't see any yeah, of the other ones. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So they knew yeah. what they wanted. Yeah. I, I think like, even our commercial our commercial got to France at one point. Yeah. Our I, commercial I, that I'm going international. Yeah i had a friend i had a friend from france and she was like hey i saw you in a commercial was that actually you and i was like i guess so and she <laughs> sent me like a, a a picture of her tv and i was like yeah that's that's totally me wow they they, they dressed How me in a leather that? jacket <laughs> yeah because
1: i think it was uh, yeah i remember to really-
0: also they like well sorry go no what were you saying they, like, like changed Landon's hair, too, and he was like, I hate it, I hate it, I hate <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, oh my gosh, that lady, she
2: kept she kept pushing my hair down, because, you know, I yeah. do kind of like a quaff, a comb over coif or whatever you call it, and she yeah. tried to push it down so it was covering half part of my eye, but it Evil. wouldn't, it wouldn't stay down, it just kept wanting to go up and, and coif right. itself, and right. she was like, your hair, Ready, your, give your, it a break. what do you do to your hair? And she had to, like, put a whole bunch of gel and hairspray in it just to keep it down a few inches. I was like, it's you, like, you I totally let my, my hair it. live. Yeah, she ruined my hair. Yeah. <laughs> Take the hint, lady. It doesn't want to go down. <laughs> Don't you get it? It's his own person. I demand this commercial not be seen.
3: You messed up my hair just because of
1: that.
2: <laughs> Dude, but yeah, it um,
1: it was only supposed to be an industrial initially, I believe. And mm-hmm. then, uh, yeah. again, it became this... It went international. Because, yeah, like you, people were hitting me up. They were like, hey, I think I saw you at the airport. Yeah. Or, hey, I
3: saw you here. Oh, yeah, I was playing at the airport, I remember. They're like, oh, really?
1: I haven't seen myself yet. That's cool.
2: I know. Like, not once did I ever see the commercial on TV. I didn't see any of it, but I heard about it. I heard about it, right. I ended up seeing it, actually, I think, like, two,
1: three years ago, I saw the commercial on TV. Like I was, I was down the shore in, in Jersey, and one of the TVs they had it on, and there I was, or there we were. Huh. There was Marco's necklaces and Lenny yeah. and myself, and you know, we were all there. <laughs> <laughs> it was great.
2: It's like being back together again. Yeah, and then, and then the commercial ended,
1: <laughs> and then that's it. Yeah, but I mean, again, it was it was definitely the. Uh, Kind of like the, the catalyst for where we are now, which is I think, pretty awesome, yeah. you know, yeah. to say the yeah. least.
2: Mm-hmm. I think so. I think it was good. And and I remember Mark and I, we kept convincing you, you got to move out to LA, to
3: California. Yeah.
1: You know. mm-hmm. And it happened.
3: Well, and you're even, here.
1: Well, you I'm did. I'm here. But even me moving out here was kind of like a crazy story, too. So it's like, I think everything that's kind of been happening is one of those things is... is it, it reminds you that you don't have as much control over a situation as you think, and it's okay. Like, yep. Sometimes you just really gotta let go and uh, have a little faith beyond just muscling through every situation and thinking that this is how it has to be because these don't
2: always work out yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you just really, gotta take it yeah. as it is, and usually something that happens ends up leading to something else.
1: Yeah. As long as you're, you know, as long as you're willing to go with the flow, and I think trust yourself and trust the process. That's the biggest thing, you know. Trusting yeah. that every situation that you you come into isn't necessarily meant for you, but it's not going to hinder your progress. You right. Know? Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: So, well, you know, I think it's fitting well, that we saw a bunch of horror movies together because tonight recording this podcast we're here to talk about a horror movie yeah called a quiet place yeah quiet place quiet place so, should we dive into
1: this That's good let's do yeah, it yeah
0: i'm i'm ready yeah so the second time i saw it i was in at ArcLight. i saw it at the ArcLight down here oh right our favorite have, theater like, uh, nice i know yeah we always mention this one because we're hoping to get a sponsorship from them
3: <laughs> please
0: anyway no, but seriously. So when I I saw it the second time in the the Dolby Atmos theater that they have, and like mm. their their crystal clear speakers and everything, and so I noticed a whole lot more stuff with the the music and everything, and the, their sound design was like even more prominent in that kind of a speaker environment. So oh yeah, we can talk about that stuff later, but yeah. Um.
2: Nice. Yeah, those Dolby Atmos theaters are pretty dope. Yeah.
0: I don't yeah. know if they have they probably have that at the the Hollywood arc light too. Yeah, I, so. I have it the one. I haven't have been the, to the
1: arc light, but it's close to me. I haven't gone to it yet
0: though. It's like right down the street from you.
1: <laughs> I know. There's a it's funny, there's like a few theaters that are literally I think within a, a mile or two radius. And
0: um, that's the one they have the what is the Cinerama dome there too, at that arc light. At the arc <laughs> one. Yeah.
1: Oh wow, you know more than me yeah <laughs> i'm just like oh that's pretty as i keep going past it
0: <laughs> yeah i want to see a movie there yeah it's supposed to be really cool so we'll do it. next time we're up there
1: i went to see it um at a smaller theater actually um intentionally because one i was hoping that it wouldn't be
2: a big crowd even though it was sold out
0: oh yeah but oh, also yeah,
2: yeah so you mean you i was you wouldn't get you wouldn't get spotted by your adoring fans that's right. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> Somebody, huh. someone did notice
1: me a couple of weeks ago, and it was it was like eight or nine at night, so it was dark outside, too, and they were like, wait, I know you from somewhere. I was like, I don't know. Oh, maybe. man,
2: yikes. I was like,
1: yeah, I know you from somewhere. I was like, wait, what do you mean? But, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I went to this little thing. I have a knack. I like... Um, I like vintage theaters, especially when it's like a movie you want to go see and just enjoy it, take it all in. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I went to the theater in Los Feliz, which is like this. uh, It's the vintage cinemas, I believe. But it's uh, Mm -hmm. this quaint little theater. They have about maybe three or four different theaters. And this one was probably one of the bigger ones they have in the theater. And it was packed. Like for this particular movie on a Friday night. It was crazy, wow. and, um, yeah, I just wanted That's that experience awesome. of like really taking the movie in, and it being a little bit more—I uh, don't want to say you know claustrophobic, but a lot more intimate, opposed to like a huge yeah. theater, especially for this particular yeah.
0: movie. Right? Mm. Yeah. So I mean cool. this
2: this movie would be that the reminds movie me. To so was that. like
0: your yeah. So since your your audience was packed, was like yeah. were they. Because that's the the big thing everybody's talking about is the audiences are so quiet. They're, like, afraid to eat Reese's or yeah. even popcorn because they don't want to risk the safety of the theater. Yeah. Like, by making noise and having the monsters get them. Yeah,
3: right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I feel like the title in itself just kind of really sold, uh, you know, really played up the movie and its whole premise. And, you know, I think even if you didn't see... Like initial trailers, because I think I only saw one trailer for it, maybe like a week or two prior, mm-hmm. and I was like, I gotta yeah, check it this wasn't, movie out. It didn't out. seem
0: like a big a big thing, yeah. But
1: it, yeah, it didn't seem like a you know a big thing. It which was good because again, it made the experience a little bit that much more mysterious. It is like you know yeah. what do I expect from this when you go to the mm-hmm. theater? Yeah, everybody psychologically, everybody had it in mind. I gotta be quiet. Yeah, you know, what's gonna happen? they gonna get us. Like,
2: even the people eating popcorn. I had a bag You're of quiet. popcorn right next to me. I was I was scared to, to eat any because I I it, it makes noises even if I chew yeah. with my mouth closed, which I always do. I'm Rant, not one of those liar. cow chewers or something like that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, but still, I could feel people's eyes as soon as I was started chewing. I could feel their eyes just watching me. <laughs> so I stopped. I was like, okay, never mind. <laughs> it's
1: like he's gonna be the reason we die tonight. The yeah. boss is gonna come over here and get us, cause of Popcorn Boy over here. That's awesome.
3: Right,
2: but for those people who have not seen A Quiet Place yet, you need to go see it. It, yeah. uh, I guess, the premise is it takes place in the future, maybe. Yeah, or am I it's wrong
1: like, that? I think it I take it definitely takes. Well,
0: there was something. It was like 2020, I think. I I don't I don't know why that's Yeah. In my head. 2020 I somehow they they slipped that in there somehow I okay, Well, how.
2: let's say it didn't take place quite present day but relatively with the yeah. same, you know, the same technology of today in the same time frame like almost in close
0: future, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah.
2: So basically I'm I'm assuming there were these beings. I don't know how they I don't know how they came to be, but they're attracted to noises and they ended up, you know, hunting humans. Or, yeah.
0: Yeah, so the the premise is these creatures or whatever hunt by sound and they're blind. Um they only hunt by sound. So everybody who's still alive yeah. like has to be extremely quiet otherwise they get picked up and then they start getting getting hunted yeah. and yeah. Eaten. Yeah. eaten. Um,
3: and there's a scene in the And in they the, make it
0: seem like Yeah, they make it seem like this is how it is like around the world now that right. ev- everybody was affected and Everybody's there, everybody. I mean
2: they set it up really yeah. well cuz there's a scene where you can see um John John Krasinski where you lo- start he lights the fire and then he looks out into the the into the field and
0: you can see other little fires starting up where everybody yeah. all the other humans are. Yeah. 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 So but everybody's like super isolated mm-hmm. um not just by like how they communicate but like um distance-wise also and Yeah. So what's special about this family is they're uh, they have a deaf child and so they they communicate through sign language and which is a really cool premise for the movie because that's how like that that's how they've been able to survive this long and like be smart about how they how they go about doing regular everyday things and they kind of explained a lot about like their daily routine and everything.
1: Yeah, that's true. I yeah. Just- I think it's interesting whatever you see well I think this is as far as like post apocalyptic I'll call it that movies go, like this one is yeah, in my opinion one of the ones that kind of strayed away from the the comic cookie cutter concept of like how things are, you know, or yeah. zombies and all this other stuff. It really, you know, relied more on Communication, like how that works in society, when you can't really necessarily verbally communicate anymore, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, your survival skills have to kick in in another way. And yeah. you know, when, when you have a family to look after, it's like it's not even just about how you survive anymore. It's like how am I going to take care of these kids when it's like I can't really talk to them, you know? Yeah, yeah. it's it was it was so many levels, you know, sitting in that theater and. Just processing. How would you do things in that situation if you were truly yeah. in that
3: situation?
1: Yeah. You know, whenever you watch horror movies, it's just kind of like I wouldn't do that.
0: It's stupid.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wouldn't do yeah, that. Yeah, but this one, <laughs> like yeah. this
0: one, it was like, oh, that's a good idea. Like that's yeah. how that's that's a great idea how to survive.
2: Yeah, um, yeah. I think a lot of the choices that the the characters made in the movie made sense in the situ- for the yeah. situation that they were in. Unlike right. you know, no, like you were saying, normal horror movies where somebody's going into a dark shed. Don't go in the dark shed. Obviously, that's where you're
1: gonna like, find rule the killer. one.
3: <laughs> all <Okay>. right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Maybe a safety of that dark shed with all those blades. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. Which, it made it. It made it super suspenseful because I mean, like, you end up feeling they were more acting through the like characters. real people. Yeah, yeah, like they're acting like real yeah. people, not stupid characters, right? Um, right. So yeah. when they drop something, you're like, oh, my God.
0: Yes. Yeah, it makes it super intense. You just, just like, yeah, oh, you tense, you're, you you're tense up. Really you tense up really
2: quickly. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But uh, that was that was a good way. Of, like, yeah, they, you got scared because you, like, really cared what happened to the family. and Yeah. Very
1: invested. Yeah. Yeah. Very invested. Yeah.
0: They, they did a really good job, like, making sure that. Yeah. You, and it is uh, <clears throat> that they were smart and that you were on their side and like mm-hmm. you yeah. wanted to see them survive
1: the acting was phenomenal i think uh emily blunt you know there is some place where i just kind of got lost in any and everything she did because you know she's a mom one but it's like yeah there, there was I was. It was at one point where I was like, "Somebody give this lady a effing break because this is stressing me out." <laughs> like she just, it just didn't let up for her, and I was like, "Come yeah. on, where does where does she get a coffee break or something?" I know, like yeah. leave her alone, you know. But uh, again, it was it was from an acted perspective. Yeah, she she delivered like. 210% and yeah, you know I was very much in awe by all of the performances but again I think with the situation without giving anything away in the movie like in her particular situation and everything she had to kind of get through and navigate through um, was
0: absurd yeah.
1: but very much it, it was handled very well
0: yeah mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. one scene that like I remember of hers that really stood out I thought um, Well, like besides all of them, but yeah. I like the one where she's teaching her son like math, going through a math lesson. Yeah. And she like actually makes you laugh and everything. And you're like, are we allowed to laugh? Because we have to be quiet. Yeah, but, like, can we was, do that? <laughs> that was a really like, yeah, that was a really touching moment. Yeah. That was a good scene. I like that one.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And we'll talk about like what kind of music they had for that one also. Because they had the overall, the movie kind of breaks down into four main themes. Um, Yeah, we should just talk about this for now, I guess. So, yeah, the music was... uh, The score was done by Marco Beltrami, and he's done iRobot. He did the Logan, World War Z, Don't Be Afraid of the Dark, uh, Ben-Hur, the new one, I think. right? Yeah, he did the new new Ben-Hur also. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, so... um, So he did the score, and... Yeah, we'll talk about... We'll get into that a little bit um, later, but what were we talking about? Sorry. <laughs> we were Tandes just, fan. We were just went on a tangent. Fan,
2: fangirling over the movie, really. Yeah, totally fangirling. <laughs> I think, what, what is it? It was the pitch. Um, the producers came to John Krasinski and they were like, hey, would you want to star in this movie? It's about a family that can't talk and you have to figure out why. Or can't speak, or they a family that has to be quiet, and you have to figure out why. And he's right. like, "Oh, how could I say to a, no to a horror movie like that with a hook like that?" Yeah. Um, and I think he was reading the script uh, with his newborn or three-month-old daughter, and and the whole, mm. I guess the whole story really revolves around the, the family, this yeah. man's family, um, the wife, the eldest daughter, and the two young sons. Right. Right. And then so he was like, he was, he was pretty much amazed at how, how like, how good this story was and how, how much like, how much potential it had because obviously he's a family guy holding his little baby and reading this script. He's like, he's using the baby to cry or uh, to wipe the tears from his eyes of what his family has to go through. Yeah, um, and he's like, ultimately, that ultimately, that's why I chose to to script this, directed and act in it because it, it 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 kind of mostly blew his mind. Wow! Unlike any other horror movie. That's awesome. I mean, you figure too, like if you're
1: reading a script where there's not really much dialogue, it kind of makes the idiot everything that a character says. It makes it important, opposed yeah. to just flipping through pages of dialogue where it's just like you kind of toot a lot of it out. In this particular piece, it was everything that they said needed to be said. Otherwise, there was no time for useless words. So I thought that was... Yeah, that's it was very brilliant. It was Mm -hmm. a very
2: creative way of going about things. And that's a lot how the music was. Like, they didn't have a whole bunch of music, but when they did have the music, it was very effective. Like, you know, Quality over quantity, right? Yep. Where to place yep. it, how to how to do it, and when yep. the when the audience should hear it, right? Yeah, a lot like the yeah. a lot like the dialogue.
0: That goes that goes also for like the um the instrumentation for the score also. Like they used a really a small like really small orchestra. Yeah, like maybe only a handful of brass, and then um. I forget what exactly the numbers were, but it was like maybe four or six violins, maybe three basses or something. Like it was really a small scale um, recording and yeah. mm-hmm. they did it in a small studio too to like, um, so there wasn't a lot of,
3: it wasn't pretty a sick. big
0: sounding score either. Yeah. And so they did a couple, there's a couple cool things that they did with like specific instruments to kind of um, highlight the, like, the family dynamic, the, the two types of family dynamics there were, and then the the scarier, um, like, typical monster scenes yes. or whatever. Like, when the... Yeah. So, it's okay. kind of... It was pretty evenly divided halfway between, um, like, emotionally strong themes that had to do with the, the family relationship and everything, and then also the... That kind of scare tactic kind of scoring, mm-hmm. yeah. So it was broken up pretty evenly. And, um, yeah, so
2: why don't you? I, like, how about we just break down the the four main score melodies?
0: Yeah, why do you think I'm talking about this now? That I was don't my know. transition. Was it not good? Trans- <laughs> I might have.
2: Re- Did I just poop all over your transition? My bad. on <laughs> <laughs> I mean, your transition, yeah. Insert poop emoji. <laughs>
0: oh that's oh, definitely getting cut yeah. from from the podcast <laughs> <laughs> oh so should we talk about it yeah
2: no, I mean
3: yeah go for it
0: well me <laughs> yeah okay yeah like I said there's uh four kind of basic categories for where each of the the uh, 16 tracks from the score, uh, fall into. So one, the family theme, um, well, there's like two family themes. I don't know. This is just what I'm calling it. I don't know what they actually, what Marco Beltrami actually called it, but this is how I'm going to refer to it. Family theme. Number one was they had like the detuned, uh, out of tune piano kind of sound playing the melody. And it was really sparse. And, uh, one track title is called a quiet family where that happens so they kind of use that since it's like out of tune and it kind of sets you off kilter a little bit and it's a little offsetting like it's not pretty sounding but it's still pretty enough um, to use for the family so they kind of use that when whenever like a tragedy hits the family Um, so like in the beginning without giving anything away but there's a couple of scenes where like you feel really mm-hmm. like the family gets destroyed pretty yeah. badly. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: so, that, that detuned piano is just an uncomfortable feeling. Like you yeah. know yeah, something
0: it, bad is about to happen. Yeah. yeah. Or something has already happened to the family and mm-hmm. they're like shaken I, by it. And
2: um, I think there's been like a common theme where, not in this movie, but in other movies, where instead of using, I mean, they, they tend to use more of like a dark drone kind of sound. Um, what is it? Paranormal Activity uses this a lot, where it's a yeah. dark drone sound before you, that that kind of starts to build that right. I guess ends, ends up signaling that something bad is about to happen. And that drone idea has been a common theme that I've seen or heard in, in other movies. And this is yeah. the first time that I've yeah. heard like a
0: detuned piano done really well.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well,
3: um, yeah.
0: Yeah, I'll play the theme, but um it it also works because um like they do this kind of thing where not all the notes sound out of tune or whatever, but only a couple of them. So it's like
1: Yeah, well, I'm th- I'm thinking it's crazy because you guys definitely have an ear for audio much more than I think the layman does. Because I'm like listening to it now, I'm like, oh, you know, now I got to go back and watch it again to like catch those different asleep. moments. Yeah, not fall asleep. <laughs> Look, it was a three minute nod off. It wasn't. I was a. Uh, that was a busy day, and I was like, I I've determined to go see this movie, and. uh yeah, I nodded off, and <laughs> I think somebody caught me snoring.
3: <laughs> and I woke myself up. Oh, man. <laughs> I
1: was, like, so embarrassed, but <laughs> oh my I got through it. Yeah, yeah, it was... I don't know how it happened. It was quiet, so I was like, all right, well, it's
0: quieter here, it is dark, it's nap time. Anyway, so yeah, the, the first, like, family theme that I noticed uh, is the detuned piano thing. Um... Yeah, so, like, whenever something bad happens to the family or they're, like, broken and, yeah, without saying anything, yeah, you'll, I mean, you'll notice it, but. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, that kind of happens, and it, like, did you notice, Isaiah, it, like, it makes you feel, like, the the, the two notes kind of, like, rub together weird, and it just, like, makes, it, like, you it's a pretty melody still. Yeah. But the, there's a couple notes in there that just make you uncomfortable. Make you feel a little weird, for sure. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I, it's funny. I, I think I'm going to definitely have to go check it out again this... Uh, well, not this weekend, because so I'll be in the desert, but uh, next week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Just a picture of the audio. And there was. I think there was one horror movie I saw. I think only one, and I can't remember it, but it was probably the first horror movie I saw in a while or ever that didn't use um, music to kind of... Give it away as to what was happening. This obviously was done a little bit better because um, I didn't notice it. So uh, yeah, yeah. But in most movies, you just always get that thing where it's like, oh, you know, the monster's coming because music just got really loud.
2: Well, I mean, that's the. I think that's almost the point of the score. If you end up hearing it, then it's not doing its job, really, because it's, it's meant to True. underscore. The scenes, the dialogue, or the lack thereof, dialogue, um, and just add to I guess a four D effect where you start to feel the scene a little bit more, yeah. Rather than being able to hear the individual parts that make up that scene, like the music, to be as one of them as an example. I think that I forget who said that, but if they they, they pointed out, yeah, if the music is starting to get in the way of the scene and you hear it more, um, then you then it's not doing its job. Absolutely, because I,
1: I feel like a lot of times, well, that's the thing. People, in general, don't like silence, yeah. um, you know, and there's usually a fear of uh, space in communication or just letting something kind of hang for a little bit. Um, so, yeah, like you said, if, if the music kind of... If you could notice the music, then that means it's like, well, we got to fill this empty space with something to to carry the scene or carry the story further. And it's kind of like
2: a cheap, it's a cheap thrill to a degree. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I mean, this movie did have kind of its like its 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 huge hits when the when the monsters come around, but yeah, not yeah, not like any other other horror movies where they use the music as just you know the kind story. Of yeah, like
0: like, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So Mark, what's and a, then? Go ahead. What? Go ahead, buddy. The second theme. Yeah. The other family theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So the other family theme. Uh, you can hear it in a quiet life track. That one. They use. I couldn't tell if it was. Like a harmonic harp being plucked, or like a just the harmonics of a piano being plucked, like the theme where it goes. Um, Oh, okay. So that one, yeah, it was either a harp or a piano, the strings being plucked, and it was a little hard to tell, but they do some processing on it too. Well yeah, how would you, how would you pluck a piano? For those of us that don't know, how like, do you 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 go in and you pluck the strings of a piano instead of playing it with the keys?
2: Oh, you
1: physically go into the piano in, mm-hmm. inside? Yeah. Oh wow.
0: Yeah, like you'll you could use a guitar pick or just your fingernail, and like you'll pick the string like a harp yeah but it's in, yeah in the piano I, like I, inside the on the set yeah so it gives you kind of a yeah pretty close to like a harp sound but wow with piano strings
1: <laughs> I feel like whoever figured that out was probably just not doing yeah. what they were supposed to be doing in class and was just being a little a little turd literally <laughs> and it's yeah. like you know what <laughs> I'm try to play these strings <laughs> differently because I'm a rebel yeah
0: <laughs> Well, yeah, that's also like a common technique for like horror films where it's usually on the lower end of the piano and it's usually not like specific melodies or whatever, but you'll hear like the, like something they'll use something like a mallet or something to hit the strings really like with the pedal down. So it, they all like the lower ones resonate and they just, it sounds like, like it's just a, a wall of like droney of, uh, creepy yeah it, it makes like a drone kind of noise that's crazy Um, yeah I learned something Are new they, today guys. One, you're gonna do that today?
1: I said I learned something new today I might do it I'd be like hey guys oh. so I tried that method and I broke the piano so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we go get the
0: piano tuned now yeah right <laughs> replace a few strings
1: yeah or just the whole piano
0: yeah I got carried away I wanted to hear what it sounded like yeah. if, I, if I cut a few strings
3: right <laughs> oh man yeah
0: no anyway, yeah so they use that technique for like uh, to make a, a really pretty beautiful melody yeah so they use that for the family theme when they just want to sh- like uh, uh, show that the family loves each other yeah or when um mm-hmm someone in the family like needs to sacrifice something to help somebody else or when um I think they might have used it when she when Emily Blunt was teaching the kid math. Okay. Oh. So like it's yeah. it's kind of to it doesn't have the detuned piano sound, so you know, like some, because that one shows like something's off or whatever, right? Like about the world they live in, even, right? Like that something's not right about how they live and everything. But this, this one, since it's more of a, it doesn't have any like weird sounds other than the the harp or the piano or the harp being plucked. Uh-huh. So that kind of makes you think that it's a normal. They're having a normal family moment, right? Like that they don't have to deal with everything that's out right. there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we get to ignore life yeah. guys
0: through this too. Yeah. Yeah. So he kind of, yeah, he kind of uses that to bring the family dynamic back to like a, a, traditional, what you would expect to, to be living in. That's so cool. Kind of thing.
3: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's yeah. very cool.
0: Yeah. This, that film was, I think it was
1: just like, it was, it was for me. I was, I think I was telling Marco, this uh, about it just being stressful. Like I was like, this is a lot. I need a therapist after I see this movie because it was just uh, it was so many layers to it. Yeah, you know, like in most yeah. movies, I don't, I don't typically seek out like those really heavy dramatic movies, and I think that was the great thing about this being a horror movie. Uh,
0: yeah. Uh huh.
1: You know, it was it was more depth. To just your
2: typical scare, it was a lot. Yeah, a lot going on. I mean, because it wasn't just a story about you know monsters. It was a story really about a family right. just trying to survive.
0: Well, not only that though. Yeah, Which, you know, I, there's that. But then you could take out the whole the whole monster thing, and the the family storyline would still play out. Yeah, like, pretty well, I think. Because there's like a theme of a like a breakdown of family communication. Right. And then, which is like on the surface, like obviously because they can't talk to each other. Right. Um, Right. But they can still communicate, but they weren't really because the girl did not like have a good relationship with her dad. And they, Mm -hmm. they were just like not really connecting or they just lost, lost each other somewhere. And so the whole movie was like kind of also trying to get, the The family to work together because they had to rely on each other to survive. Yeah. But then also just because they, um, like they 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 weren't communicating and they they wanted to or they were kind of drifting apart. And then yeah, so it was like a family movie about bringing pe- bringing the family together and keeping them strong. Yeah. Tied in with. Because we have these monsters hunting us all the time. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like at all times.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, man.
0: Yeah. They wrote like a, was, cause that's the, you could have a story without the, the monster yeah. aspect of it. Yeah. But, For sure. Which was nice because that made the whole, like, because they didn't just rely on the monster scare tactic stuff like that. I think that's why everybody uh, is enjoying the movie so much yeah
2: yeah yeah it's it i think i think that's 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 a good
0: analysis good job mark <laughs> good job mark <laughs> thank you i did my homework. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but then you because you do have the monster thing uh we could talk a little bit about the the monster's theme is what i'm calling it i don't really it's it's anytime yeah the family's being uh hunted or where to that's when like they have their the traditional like scare tactics for the horror film. Yeah. Except, um, so they weren't obvious about like when to let you know when there was a monster around cause the monsters themselves made like noises. So that was kind of usually the first thing you heard or like at least off in the distance. Right. And was it, was it ILM that did the monsters industrial light and magic? Yeah. I
2: think. Yep. That was them. So,
0: yeah, so they uh, it's it sounds like they mixed in some some of the the Jurassic Park kind of dinosaur sounds a little bit Mm
3: -hmm.
0: (laughs) like the screaming. (laughs) That's just what I kind of noticed. But um, yeah, so like for the monster theme, you have it pitch like um, the more of the drone note stuff and then it also gets detuned cuz like they they slide down with the note so it kind of goes like yeah mm. um kind of like as a a siren sort of thing mm-hmm. like alerting the family that there's a monster
1: trouble cubby
0: uh, yeah uh-huh <laughs> and then they have like drum hits and stuff and a bunch of other percussion stuff that happens with that yeah and then and then that also turns into, like, chase music, too, with, like, rhythmic cello stuff. Um, like, kind of going, uh, doing uh, back and forth, jugga 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 that kind of thing. And wait, what uh, kind of
1: thing? Do that again for me?
0: Really? The jugga-jugga-jugga-jugga? Oh, okay, I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> Uh-huh, sure.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank
0: you. Because that's what a cello sounds like. Yeah, of course. That's what all cellos sound like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 oh man. <laughs> yeah.
3: Perfect. So you kind of have that
0: like chase music also. Yeah. Oh, right.
3: right.
0: right. But like, yeah, like how the film's broken up with, like half was a family half whatever half family um dynamic movie and then the other half is like also a monster movie yeah that's kind of how what Mm -hmm. they did with the score too it kind of feels like a lot of it was um like bringing emotional weight to the the family and then also the to create suspense for the audience right with the monster theme and chase music stuff well actually fun fact um What's the company? ILM, right? Yeah, Industrial Light and Magic. I think it was them. Yeah. I think I saw them on the credits.
2: No, I'm pretty sure it was them, because John Krasinski was talking about it, how they, how they developed the uh, the monsters. Um, Wasn't it his his character or
0: something? He had something to do yeah, with it, didn't he? Yeah,
2: he, he did, yeah. He kind of helped them develop it. He said he came to them with a few ideas, and he was like, I have no idea how to do this because I've never done a movie with this kind of... Um, was kind of production, A so monster.
3: Yeah, yeah the monster.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so he was like, he was like, let me know if these are terrible ideas. So they really just took the ideas and ran with it. And fun fact,
0: though, they ended up calling the monster happy. Wow, because oh, his his big smile smile with the, all the teeth or whatever. Uh, apparently, yeah.
2: <laughs> and uh, and the sounds that you were talking about earlier, um, I don't know how they developed the clicks. But the clicks ended up playing a huge role in oh, yeah. like, the character in the character development of the monsters. Because um, I think it was the that's how they ended up using the monsters to communicate with each other. They would do use a sort of echolocation since they could only hear. They would send out a series of clicks. Yeah, and based on the reflections uh, from the surfaces around them, they would basically get a feel for their surroundings, um, and also communicate with each other. That's crazy. But
1: it's like, again, it's always one of those... I love the movies that literally make you ask yourself, what would you really do in that situation?
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Like, how much of a survivalist are you? And, you know, again, how do you handle stress? That was a big one. How do you handle stress?
2: Oh, I know, because, like, every second there was so much stress. So much. Like... Even in the opening, what was the opening scene where they're in the grocery store and nothing bad is happening. Yeah. Like, I was just stressed. I was very stressed. I was like, <laughs> uh-huh. Every time, every time, what, the the camera panned through the aisles. Yeah. I was like, something is going to happen. Yeah.
0: Somebody goes steal something it's a wrap or no yeah. even when even when she's or emily blunt's like trying to rotate the pill bottles yeah i was like oh, oh that's making too
3: much noise right? yeah. don't hit one oh
0: no <laughs> or like when her elbow backs up out of the shelf i'm like oh you're gonna hit something don't yeah. do it don't do it. Yeah. it was a lot that's probably that was why before, I, fell asleep. I was gonna say that grocery scene like really set up really well that um they had to be quiet and the yeah, sound yeah. was or they were like petrified of making any noise
2: right right yeah I mean, well that goes back to isaiah's point uh like, what would you do in that situation you gotta go get groceries yeah you gotta get out there somehow i mean you, you got to tiptoe right yeah and they were all barefoot yeah which don't you
0: think socks would be quieter yeah <laughs> i guess but i don't know you could slip you could slip easier with socks less friction yeah i guess that's true just well, first some- of all, I wouldn't let the I wouldn't let the young kid go wandering the halls because who knows what the heck he's gonna knock over.
2: Yay. No, you gotta put that kid on a leash. Seriously. <laughs>
0: don't even Don't even bring him.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: just tranquilize him and tie him to a radiator at the house. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Leave him at home. <laughs> Leave him at home. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you about to compromise everybody. Yeah, it's it's I whatever whatever I watch a movie at, like you guys obviously have the, the ear pun intended for for the sale oh. and everything. <laughs> it's like Thanks. like literally have the ear for it because again now I'm like I I really want to go back and watch the movie again just for the sale. For me it's like you know when I watch a movie either I'm looking at the acting or the uh, the analytical side of it and just kind of dissected it in the sense of like well, oh boy what would you yeah. do but also what's really going on and a, uh, you know, that's the thing about family. I think, you know, we all experience it to a degree where there are things going on that nobody really talks about. And people have mm-hmm. different ways of communicating how they feel and what they feel. And, um, you know, even if you're not talking to another person, you still have a way of getting certain things from them that you need. Um, yeah. And, Think this movie definitely amplify that to a degree, you know, not just communication on the verbal level, but also emotional communication. Um, you know, what other things are going on besides just what they're dealing with at hand? So it's like not only running from these monsters, but also this extra baggage you're carrying
2: around and not yeah. saying anything about. Um, I, I mean, I didn't think about that before yeah um yeah but I I guess that goes into the themes of the story like one of the biggest themes was you have to rely on your family to survive yeah um like what right Emily blunt this was one of the things that she hit home and I think one of the scenes she was mentioning you know we have to be here to protect our kids right like who are we if we can't we protect, can't protect them? our kids yeah mm-hmm I mean, and that was like, that was like only one of the five lines that she had in the whole movie. Right? And it was like, it was, it, 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 it obviously gets to you because I can't talk about it. Yeah,
3: right.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You're lost for words. Not
1: to get super deep, but I think, you know, from a parent, as a parent, I know I don't have kids, but it's like, you know, even
0: I thought you were gonna tell us something. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> these twelve little kids I left. <laughs> but no, I think as a parent, is that was, um, you know, I know growing up with my mom, she was, she was kind of like, there was no such thing as my mom being anything other than invincible. Um. Oh yeah. yeah. And I remember even having a conversation with my mom one day. I was like I was like, I don't know if I could picture you falling, like physically falling or literally falling, like tripping and falling. I was like, I don't know if mm-hmm. I can watch that. I was like, that might that might break my heart. I was like, I don't know if I could see that because as you know, when you're a kid and when you're growing up, you your parents they typically never let you see them sweat or never let you see them um, Yeah anything other than taking care of you and that's all you kind of have like that's your only image of them and you know again with this movie it was one of those things where you you hid what you could from your kids but at the same time in your alone moments, you were still very broken and vulnerable it kind of showed you know this is the reality of most parents in their daily life is like who am I if I can't take care of my kids yeah yeah. You know? mm-hmm. and that's such a statement like, yeah that's, that's crazy to even have to think about that like you're nothing if you can't protect your your
0: offspring or the people
1: that rely solely on you
3: mm-hmm.
0: yeah well the, the thing about like when you're just talking about that made me think of like how you were saying, they they were like each of them were kind of like dealing with their own to, or their own thing, sort of. Yeah. Because from what I we can we can pretty much say this. It's in the beginning of the movie, so I don't think it's a spoiler. But yeah, right. Yeah. You know what I'm gonna say. They don't, <laughs> yeah.
2: They don't show all. They don't show all of it though, Mark. They they cut it out
0: before you you see the outcome. Right. So should I not say? Okay. Well, something the thing the bad thing that happens to the family in the very beginning. Like, that shakes them because the the kids see that their dad wasn't invincible and, like, couldn't do anything. Right. So they, the the little boy, like, has a hard time in the movie, like, trusting his dad. Yeah. And. Yeah. And yeah, Emily true. Blunt's character, like, knows that they have to do anything now and yeah that they like every, they, whatever but and then the girl is dealing with her stuff because she thinks her dad blames her for it and right yeah so like everybody's like pretty like disconnected and and not not exactly they're not as strong as they could be and mm-hmm. then that's also part of the whole story of how they mm-hmm. like reconcile with each other yeah
2: Right, right. You I end think. up seeing that arc, yeah, and the the, the strength grow throughout the movie. Right, There's
0: so many levels to this. Holy cow! It is levels, man. Oh,
2: yeah, and it's mind yeah. blown. Yeah,
0: I mean, we could probably spend
2: all night t- picking apart this. Yeah, this this on a, on a, on 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 every level. Yeah. Um But I think
1: uh, a quiet place takes on a new beat. just because like everybody's keeping quiet in their own worlds mm-hmm. about what they're really dealing with.
0: Yeah, you that know. too. They weren't like sharing anything with each other. Yeah. No, it's,
2: yeah. It's so it's literally a quiet place and metaphorically a quiet, a quiet place. Quiet place,
0: right. Right. I Boom. This, we could this, just add, add the podcast
2: right there. Yeah. <laughs> <And> <laughs> that, <see. that's>
0: it. <laughs> we should it's it's getting late, so we should probably wrap it up soon. But um I think they all that like the score also helped a lot with that because they they were able able to like create a lot of dramatic moments between the family and, um, Mm -hmm. I don't think if you like, you need both sides, the psychological thriller, um, like the score, the scare tactic kind of score or whatever. But that also, that doesn't really work unless you have the, unless you can get the audience to care about the characters. Yeah. And I think the script did a really good job with about that. And the score, um, really helped tie the family together also and like bring out the the emotional moments between the family. And then that's why the, the, like the scary scenes were like, you felt really tense. And I think that's that all that stuff working together and the balance between all that stuff was like, um, I think that's why it was really powerful.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: And there was, when they showed it off the film at the um South by Southwest film festival yeah. yeah um they they had a panel where they were asking questions and it was John Krasinski Emily Blunt and the the three children actors and actresses um and one guy stood up and he was like hey John I guess this is a more of a question for you as a director why did you decide to have Music or ha- add the add the score because he felt what an insult that <laughs> well <How> dare you <laughs> well this 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 the guy asking the question he said he mentioned um I felt like I was more on the edge of my seat when there was no music yeah and I was in more of a suspense just waiting for something to happen when you couldn't hear anything and there was no underscore right and John he replied well we were fortunate enough to have this amazing film scorer but um, the whole point of the score was to capture the emotion right and you kind of the emotion ends up getting a little bit lost if you don't if you don't have any music to supplement it okay um, but the trick was really kind of putting the music in at the right moments and leaving leaving just the right spots without it yeah became really powerful right so you kind of I think John John just described it as they wanted it to be another character in the movie. So they wanted it to be right next to you and just as impactful as one of the family members. Huh? Okay. Mm. Mm, I like That's that. That's interesting. That's definitely... a lot of people, a lot of people don't think about it. Yeah. I always use the analogy. Like when somebody asks me what I do, I'm like, Oh, well, I'm a film composer. Um, they're like, well, what is that? And I'm like, Oh, it's the underscore mu- underlying music in every film. And they're like, oh, but that does—that's not really anything. What? And and my, re- my my reply to that is, well, have you ever watched a horror movie with the mute on, and you have no sound? It's not scary at all. It just becomes funny. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but that's so that's that's my analogy. Yeah. But for people to like, I, I like somebody. If somebody
1: was to tell me they're a film composer, it's kind of like, damn, because there's so many intricacies. I think that goes into composing music for film composing music alone is well real music is
2: real music yeah
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know composing real music is is a art form so it's like i'm very surprised that when you tell somebody you're a film composer they they're not at all they're like what is that it's like
0: real do you yeah some people don't even realize that somebody writes that stuff
2: yeah yeah uh-huh they don't I mean it's almost just as important as the script Yeah, exactly and, and everything else because a lot of people they don't also don't think about the script right but when you watch a movie with terrible lines I mean who's the first person you blame the screenwriter the screenwriter right? or most people blame the actors
3: <laughs> oh yeah that's true oh, that's true it, yeah. Oh. yeah most people blame the actors <laughs> really like, yeah, because oh yeah are you <laughs> kidding me it's like oh the
1: actors sucked. it's like alright well did the actors suck or was the writing crappy they're mm, like yeah. oh Because sometimes you don't—it's not really much of a well you can drink from if uh, it's a little dry. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: I mean, and I know—I know you, Isaiah, as a as a scriptwriter. I mean, this is stuff that you think about, right? Yeah.
1: Oh, for sure. Like, there's a, like, even when I'm writing or I'm thinking of scenes in itself, I'm also thinking about the music. But since I'm not that big of a Sound guy in general, like I don't have the way, yeah. That doesn't, yeah. Compose music, like I'll just go into the piano and break it. I'm like, this is what Mark said I'm supposed to do, so i'm just gonna do it. (laughs) 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 So try this out, or maybe depending on where you are in life, but uh, yeah. Whenever I like when I write, I am thinking about multiple things at once, like the theme. The uh, character okay. analysis, the uh, yeah, the sh- like the shots, um, yeah, the music, um, like even so much as the 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 colors, like the tones that I want to have, um, you know, all wow. of that. For me personally, it's I because I didn't I didn't go to school for writing wow. initially. I went to school for film and psych, so those two, mm-hmm. um. You know, when I write, it's kind of a little bit more cerebral, I guess, and a little bit more analytical. So it's like I have the psychology side of things, but I also have the, the technical side of film, how it works, but also the acting side. And, um, you know, sometimes just trying to hit all of those can be kind of exhausting, but it's still a little exhilarating, too, because you start to uncover things that you didn't really know were there prior. Um, or you just kind of hmm. think different. You don't, you don't, you don't go about things in um in such a traditional way that's like yeah already been done before. Yeah. And like I, you know, yeah like you guys were saying, like music just adds such another important layer to anything that you're doing. Especially when it's done well.
2: You know? Yeah. Well anything that anything that has that's good usually has a whole bunch of layers and really nice depth to it. Yeah. You know stuff that stuff that is on the surface it's it just looks easy and seamless and something that's simple to do. But when you dig deep and start analyzing it, there's a whole lot that goes into
0: into making it look simple. Right.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Like with this film, it felt felt like everything that they did in it, like they knew why they were doing it, and there's a specific reason for when stuff happened and like when there was sound, when there wasn't sound. When are you like hearing the perspective of um of the girl, right? Who isn't really hearing the sounds, but just sensing stuff around her. Yeah. Or when you're hearing yeah. what Emily Blunt's hearing, and like the them switching between the characters, and when they did that, also. Yeah. Um. Like mm-hmm. all that seemed like really well well thought out. Yeah, everything was intentional. Yeah. Like everything had a purpose. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, I think I, one of the cool things that they did ended up doing, I think, with the sound, um, and this is, I guess, more of a sound design perspective, yeah. was that they, uh, within the family atmosphere, I think Mark got a, into a little bit about this, but in the family atmosphere, they were able to kind of put the audience in the character's shoes. Yeah. yeah by by kind of allowing the audience to hear what a character is hearing. Right. Which I guess, yeah, they, they mostly ended up doing this with Reagan, the, the the deaf daughter, um, and it was something that they called, they made sound envelopes, okay, which were, which were basically, um, they were putting the audience in like an anechoic chamber, right? In a room that absorbs the sound yeah. to the point where you only hear your bodies, your own body's sounds. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, like yeah. Your, your, like your heart beating and your breathing. They did this a few times with Emily Blunt too, Yeah, where it kind of just like, it's, it's that isolating feeling where it's, uh, it's only you yeah. by yourself. Wow. Super stressful.
1: Su- I'm yeah, saying. Like,
2: that's why I ended up getting pie afterwards. I was like, I need this. <laughs> I I actually I ate some insomnia cookies after the movie. See? <laughs> I, like,
3: I, I, needed, I
2: needed that bit of sugar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm an emotional yeah. eater. My carbs were low. Uh, Your carbs were low. <laughs> Oh man! Okay,
0: we're <laughs> rambling a little bit here. Okay, we, sorry. I think sorry. we pretty much covered everything we wanted to talk about, though.
2: Yeah. yeah, I I don't have anything else I could I could mention. Yeah, I mean, I could talk about, um, I could talk about the feedback. What feedback? About the mon- about the monsters? Yeah, they 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 made a custom mix of, of feedback for for the monsters where it was uh they created a custom mix to fine tune the feedback so that it wasn't a a kind of usually feedback is a sound designer's worst nightmare. Yeah. It it's like a horrible sound, makes you feel like you're gonna vomit. Oh. Um, yeah. and they they had like over a hundred tracks of just feedback. And a lot of them made you feel like you wanted to vomit, but they didn't want to do that to the audience. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> so they ended up creating a custom mix to fine-tune it and kind of tone it back a little bit, yeah. but still push it so it was a, it was like an uncomfortable feeling where it just felt like your insides were about to explode. Oh, that's weird. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that in itself yeah. was a huge task just for the sound designers. Yeah, wow. Wow. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, I learned welcome. something too. <laughs> There's something new every day. Oh, and also I have, I have another fun fact. The whole crew, no, John Krasinski, he wanted to keep the the plot and the story quiet. So he didn't tell a lot of the crew members, like the lighting guys, the cleanup crew, everybody, the prop designers or whatever. They didn't tell them anything. So the crew thought it was going to be a silent movie. And then they were going to dub everything else after the fact. Oh. But John eventually told the crew, he's like, no, 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 we need you guys to be here. But you have to be silent because they can't dub sounds like the natural, um, yeah, like the the corn crops, and they can't dub sounds like a barn, yeah, right. They need that actually sound that they need that natural sound when it's being shot, right? So he wanted the um, the sounds from on set. Yeah, he did. Yeah, okay, cool. But the crew the crew thought it was going to be like a normal silent movie where there would be music playing yeah. the whole time or some other kind of dubbing. Hmm. Wow. Sneaky,
1: brilliant, yeah, yeah. sneaky. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, so now I'm all out of facts. Um, so now would be a good time to end it. <laughs> that's it. Okay. Midnight Society. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs>
0: anyway, um, yeah, it was a lot of fun talking to you, Isaiah. Yeah. I appreciate yeah, you guys having me. This
1: this has been great. I was uh, I was looking forward to it actually all week
0: and you know with reason you got to vent about the movie
1: got to vent about the movie yeah. expressed my concerns but more <laughs> importantly it's like you know getting to chill with the uh with the brothers like it, oh, yeah. it's great yeah. yeah getting to chill with you guys you know near and far was uh was dope so i appreciate you guys having me
2: big time
0: yeah no we were excited to have you too yeah no totally Our first yeah, guest, I'll- first was guess awesome.
2: uh-huh I'm super honored that you were our first guest because, yeah. like, it means a lot because uh, I, I, just because our relationship with you, yeah. um, how long we've known you, the funny story, how we met, yeah. I yeah. couldn't think of anybody, anybody better to be a first yeah. guest on this podcast. Oh, that's a big deal. I'm honored yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's also funny because we're talking about a horror film. Yeah. I know. And, and that's, your specialty. That's I, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I live for horror films and uh Yeah you do. It's <laughs> I should probably get uh go to therapy about it, but nah, I'm good. <laughs> I just think I don't know. It's hard to the thing is I think it's hard to make they it a horror film. Yeah, they get me. This that's yeah. what it is. Horror <laughs> films get me. <laughs> so it works out perfectly. Um, okay.
0: Yeah
2: okay so. so i guess that concludes our podcast um thank you everybody for tuning in to episode seven a quiet place mm-hmm. um where we talk about the film and music of marco bellatrami um if you want to listen more about us we have we host our podcast on squarespace on our website akiyamamusic.com there you can hear a little bit more about the podcast you can read our blog you can listen to some of the uh, some of, some of our actual music.
0: Our sample as film scoring, yeah. yeah,
2: sample scores. Um, oh, and also, if you haven't subscribed yet to the newsletter, go right ahead. We add a little bit more information about the this week's episode, um, what Mark and I are up to,
0: and probably we'll talk a little bit about our guest, Isaiah. And then, also, um, if you can go to the iTunes, uh, our iTunes page for Song to Screen Podcast, if you want to give us a rating that really helps us on itunes and boosts the popularity and everything so that would be awesome if you enjoyed this episode and i'm sure isaiah would appreciate it too <laughs> yeah
3: gotta support the
0: oh, bros
1: yeah. mm-hmm. just go do it no questions asked do it
0: and then also uh if you will put links to our instagram pages but landon and i we like to make some behind the scenes videos also of the podcast and little additional videos that kind of go with the the episode for the week so uh check those out and yeah say hi all
2: right and for our audience members isaiah how can our audience find you
0: uh
1: how can the audience find me so you can find me on instagram uh first name last name and okay we'll put a link to that yeah and also my imdb is up i i feel weird saying that you can find me on imdb but um <laughs>
0: no, that's, that's awesome
1: yeah. what are you talking about that's awesome yeah. but um yeah so imbb B and instagram are like the two main places and i'm always uh writing little concepts so i'll post them but um you might see training yeah. videos up there too because i'm a certified personal trader, so i like to work out a lot when i'm not watching movies or writing movies uh yeah or I, acting in movies or acting in movies that part, yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, you might see a little bit of everything on my Instagram. It's, it's not it's not one note. So um, yeah, my yeah. Instagram and IMDb are the two biggest places for sure. And maybe you'll see me on a big screen. So well, who knows?
0: Yeah, you know. Awesome. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Score yeah. by Mark and Landon Akiyama. Oh, I can't wait! <laughs> Cannot wait for that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> all right well awesome yeah it was great to talk to you you too Uh, guys do it again all right yeah it was a pleasure yes and thank you to everybody for listening so Mm -hmm. have a good night and yeah see you guys all right later guys all right signing
3: off have a good night bye